What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you know, I am Brandon Janu, and like always, all podcast platforms everywhere, it's Brandon Janu Show. Uh, social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Brandon Janu Show. Um, and of course, YouTube channel, Brandon Janu Show, man. I hope you guys enjoy this episode because tonight is wrestling life, and it's a very special wrestling life because, well, it's a funny one because... Oh, has shit hit the fan today on social media? Holy shit. Um, man, oh, man, oh, man. Um, where do I start? So, <laughs> Tuesday was Wrestling Wars. You know, it was a, it was a massive thing. NXT versus AEW's D- Dynamite, and it was on. It was, it was on. And Dynamite didn't make it just any Dynamite. Oh, no, AEW made it. It's Tuesday t- uh, title dynamite. Oh, man. Title Tuesday, whatever the fuck they call that shit. It was a special one. Plus, on top of that, it was the final, the debut match of Adam Copeland, better known to WWE fans as Edge. It was a match. He was debuting. He was going in, and it was going to be lovely. And NXT... Called up the big dogs. Oh, did they call some guns? Boy, boy, boy. They called Cody Rhodes, who literally started up AEW. He, they also called up Oscar, the longest reigning NXT champion for a good bit. Was what she's like second now, I think, because uh, Mandy Rose had a longer reign than she did, so she's second as the NXT longest reigning NXT champion of all time. Um, no. No, she might be because she been a Shayna. Her record was longer than Shayna's. No, Shayna beat us. I think. Anyway, but she was before she left. Well, on NXT still, she's still undefeated. She never had lost on NXT, but she did. She came back to NXT Tuesday night as well. And not to mention John Cena, the greatest to ever do it, sixteen-time champion, Hollywood juggernaut, John Cena. And just to add insult to injury. You got Paul, the motherfucking GOAT manager, Heyman, in the corner. Also, listen. And just to make sure they were dead and buried, they called up the Undertaker just in case they needed to really understand that they had no chance in hell. So here we go. So the numbers came out yesterday of what really happened. What was the viewership of NXT versus AW Dynamite? What was it? And the numbers came out, and there was NXT 900,000, 21, no, 921,000 fans tuned in for NXT, while AEW pulled in 609,000 viewers. Great numbers. For both programs. Amazing numbers. See, this is amazing. That is what we've been saying as wrestling fans. If you, listen, I don't watch AEW. I have said that numerous times. Just because I don't watch it doesn't mean I don't respect it. But this is what I've been saying to AEW fans. This is why I said when I did the Fastlane Rate and Review Show, I said... AEW is WCW, the last stretch of WCW. They don't have nothing to really compete with, with WWE on. Listen, man, 
AEW got a dose of reality. Now, what I believe is AEW is a great program, an amazing program. But my biggest problem with AEW is not, excuse me, is not the show, or not the company. I literally have been saying this since the moment that this company started and they wanted problems with WWE. It's the fucking man in charge, Tony fucking Khan. Now, I said those numbers earlier to get to this. Tony Khan today just went completely fucking crazy. I said this after the fast line. I said this on the fast line pay-per-view, right? I literally, on the rating review show, I literally said this. I said, you cannot have a fan boy on a company because he's going to put his personal feelings into this shit. Just like Eric Bischoff, as great as Eric Bischoff was, there's a reason why WCW eventually failed. Because eventually, you keep trying to take on a juggernaut that is WWE, you eventually will get crushed by them because they have history. You do not have. Y'all don't have a a AEW legend you can bring back. You don't have one. You fucking don't. All your legends come from WWE. Or at least WWE's history. So it just is stupid for anyone to think AEW has a chance against WWE. Now, here's the thing. WWE, AEW is an amazing wrestling company. They have amazing wrestling. But that's it. Like I've been saying, I have seen companies like AEW, ECW. I said one earlier, WCW, TNA the last company that really thought they had a chance to really take WWE out of business. And WWE at that time was awful. They had nothing. They were they had no competition. And TNA had all of the wrestling. But I like I knew then, I know now. You can't beat WWE, man. It's a fucking machine. It's been around for like 50, 70, 80 fucking years. Dude. Like you're not beating WWE. You just you just not. But Tony Khan took the took the he took the lesser road. Well, he took the fuck that road because that's pretty much what he did. He said fuck that. I don't care. I'm gonna throw shade on this shit. Now Tuesday, he was talking mad greasy. Oh, that nigga was on that ad boy. That boy was on Tuesday. Tuesday on on X. Boy, he was talking that shit to Shawn Michaels and Triple H. You bald-headed assholes and all that shit. He was talking, oh, yeah, motherfuckers talking that shit on social media. Oh, he was talking that shit before the show's debut came on together. And then they came on, and like I said, the ratings proved people was watching NXT more. By the way, it's not that you just lost. You lost in a demographic that you were supposed to be. The demographic that's supposed to like your wrestling. That wants to see the the blood and the and all that shit. You lost in the eighteen to forty nine demographic. By four, like what? What was it? Uh, zero point three versus zero point two six. So people was just watching NXT. You you never you didn't even beat them. You had one time where you could have jumped them in the demographic edge. 
And that's when they was doing the uh the pub broil bar the pub bar shit on NXT. Here's my thing, man. AEW's ass backwards. They tell stories very ass backwards. Powerhouse Hobbs, who is a very talented motherfucker, but you have him crush, he squashes Chris Jericho. But Powerhouse Hobbs does not. And I heard, you know, when I was watching somebody's uh, wrestling thing, it was like, you know, he crushed him like Brock Lesnar did John Cena. No the fuck he didn't. Because Powerhouse Hobbs is not Brock fucking Lesnar. Chris Jericho is a legend like John Cena. And like Brock Lesnar. But it's not the fucking same. Powerhouse Hobbs has not done anything other than hold but the TNT the TNT championship and that's it. That's it. That's all he's done. And then he had to give that up. So it's just it doesn't make any sense. The problem that I have with this is that like I said, Tony Khan went in today and he was like, This is the first time now. After the program, and this is the thing, after AEW went off and everything, he congratulated AEW, thanked all the fans, all that shit. And then the numbers came out yesterday, and nothing was said. And then yesterday, and then today, he went full nuclear bomb. He was like, fuck this shit. And he was trying to torpedo shit. The problem with that was, this is what I feel about AEW. He is not the right guy to run AEW. You are getting too emotionally invested in this shit, and I don't think you have the ability to take yourself out of it. So he goes on social media today and says, this is the first time ever that Undertaker and John Cena have never, that uh, you had Undertaker and John Cena on NXT and they didn't even pull in a million. A million viewers. What? Like, really? That's what you want to say? All that booking and you didn't pull in John, you pull John Cena and they didn't even pull in a million. And you just see people on Twitter being like, dude, I like AEW. But this is fucking embarrassing. <laughs> How you, dude, and this is what I'm saying. He's a fucking fanboy. He got his emotions attached to this shit. You've been calling out WWE for years. And when you was winning, when you were winning, because you were winning, when y'all did go head to head, when you were winning, we never heard the end of it. And now you got your ass whooped. And now you you crying wolf. And this is why I kept and this is what I said on Fast Lane thing. I don't have a problem with AEW. They got some amazing talent. Warlow, Powerhouse Hobbs, um, Ricky Starks, uh, Luchasaurus, MJF. MJF is probably one of the best fucking wrestlers in the damn in the entire world. He is so goddamn talented. Because the reason why he's talented is not because he can do, like he said in that famous promo about you, it's not because he can go out there and break his fucking neck and do all these crazy fucking flips. It's because he can make you actually feel something. And that is what's wrong with AEW. They have nobody that makes you feel anything. There's not a motherfucking soul that makes you feel anything. MJF is the most WWE guy He's just in AEW. He's right. He's the most WWE guy. He can create a storyline out of nothing. And he's your best homegrown talent. And you're going to lose him next year. You're going to lose him in a couple of months. He's going to walk. And I can see it. He's going to walk. As soon as he drops that title, he's gone. 
And you better hope that his contract don't expire before the end of before the end of February. You better hope you got him until he's in April. Because if he falls and he leaves, I can easily see WWE being like, you want to have a Cody Rhodes appearance? When I had a Cody Rose appearance, something could happen. Somebody gets injured, and he's in a match with Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship. It could happen. That's act like it can't happen. It, anything can happen. I bet money MJF, and I know MJF hasn't signed a deal with AEW. I know he hasn't. So if he leaves, it's over. You all put that shit in the box. It's over. I don't give a fuck who you go get. You 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 can't create another MJF. You can't. You fucking can't. But anyway, so I was on Twitter, and he's still tweeting. That's the crazy point. He's still sending fucking messages, and it's like, bruh, take your fucking loss. Take it. There's nothing. There's no shame in losing. You lost. But the problem with this shit is, and it's the same thing with the AEW fans. And I'm, I'm realizing the AEW fans, some of them now are realizing what, I, what, what I'm saying right now. Is that, bruh, it was cool when we were winning. And now that we lost, we just got to take that and accept that. Now, some of you motherfuckers are tribalistic. I will not lie and act like I'm not. But some of you motherfuckers are tribalistic. And y'all are like making up excuses too. And being like, well, WWE really did have to go get this person and that person. It don't matter what the fuck WWE had to do. You bitches been calling them out for like three, for fucking three years now. So when they finally decide to fight up and fight you, shut the fuck up and take the loss. Nigga, what the fuck you doing? Like, I don't understand. When you guys were winning, it was great. And you could beat the NXT. And you could beat, you beat NXT. You didn't beat just any WWE. You beat NXT. It's not like you went up against SmackDown or Raw. Anyone. Which, if you are hearing the reports today, it, Raw could be moving from Monday night to another completely different night. And I'm going to be honest with you. If Raw moves to Wednesdays, they're going to kill AEW. Raw's got three hours, and Raw's got too much potential. Raw's got shit. And y'all can bitch him on and complain. But Raw can actually outlast AEW. Because it's been the longest standing fucking... Co- WWE can literally do this every week. <laughs> Crazy. Think about that shit for a second. AEW can't do that. AEW, you have to be literally real wrestling fans to know who the fuck AEW is bringing in. For WWE, they can literally do this shit every week. They can literally do this shit every fucking week. They have a special, they have a special sauce that the AEW just can never replicate. They don't have it. WWE can literally do for literally if they do move to Wednesdays until they know AEW's dead and they have no competition at all, they can literally go to to the to the seller and be like, "Yo, Stone Cold, you want to show up this week? Hulk Hogan, you want to show up this week? Bret Hart, you want to come up? You want to come this week? Rock, you want to you want to you want to come through this week? Randy Orton's back, and now he's like, what the?" F- you have AEW doesn't have that, and they never fucking will. And when you did have it, you shot it in the fucking foot. You completely killed it. 
CM Punk fucked your company up, but you also let CM Punk fuck your company up. I like how people are trying to blame CM Punk for the shit that uh, that Tony Khan was letting his ass get away with. You let him get away with a lot of that shit, but yet you want to sit up here and act like it's all Phil Brooks' fault. No, it's not. It's fucking Tony Khan's fault because you should have been smarter to know if I bring CM Punk back into my company, shit might left again. I Listen, man, I don't think... The AEW has a chance in fucking hell. They just got a taste of what the future could be. They just got a taste of what WWE... When WWE really, really wants to fuck you over, they can do it. And they can do it easy. Undertaker can come on there every night. Stone Cold is a coffee. You have nobody like that. You will never have anyone like that. Because your company just fucking started. You've been here for four years, and you already think you're the fucking new shit, and that's the fucking problem. You're not. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. And I know people who are going to see this, and there's some AEW fans, and they're going to be saying, well, Brian, how dare you say that, 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 and fuck you, and that. But let me be honest with you. Can y'all be honest with me right now? Tell me one homegirl AEW star that's not MJF that you think and W that can actually actually uh, AEW star that's not MJF that could get hot like LA Knight. Name me one. That's a homegrown AEW star. Name me one that is not MJF. Can't fucking do it. LA Knight. With all of the obstacles he was thrown at, and all of the times they literally tried to fuck him over, WWE, he still found a way to turn. This is the crazy part. Tony Khan gets on gets on this get on social media and say he's going to be Booker of the Year. Nobody gives a fuck if you're Booker of the Year. Will your company even still be here next fucking year? Fuck being Booker of the Year. Can your company last this fucking long? You got great wrestling matches. But the problem with this is, again, you're trying to make WWE a competition. WWE sees you as competition. They'll never physically fucking say it. You have personally made this a competition, and you made it personal. You've made it personal. There's nothing no one has done for done to you. You made this personal. So now that you're getting killed every fucking, when you get killed like this, shut up. The, the real problem with that is, and I'm going to tell you what the real problem with that is, more and more than anything, man, the real problem with, the real problem is that Tony Khan is letting it slip. See, WWE sees you as competition, but they ain't never been on social media and said it. They ain't never posted it. They ain't never talked about it. They ain't even acknowledged you. Sometimes, but never to this extent. And and Tony Khan is going to do exactly what WCW did. He's going to drive the fans right to the parking lot of the WWE. WWE is already the bigger company. You don't want to add on to the shit. They're already the bigger company. Don't add on to the shit. And that's exactly what the fuck he is doing. 
You got to stop this. You got to stop it. I saw somebody say they're trying to get Tony Khan's cell phone away from him and phone away from him, get him away from this. But Tony Khan's got to just take it and shut the fuck up, bro. Like, you cannot continue to shoot shots at WWE, bro. Because here's the thing. When WWE's not on, you got it. But when you go up against WWE now, it's WWE now is going to take you head on like you've been asking for. And now they're going to take you head the fuck on. And that right there, I don't think you're ready for. I don't think you're physically fucking ready for it. And at the end of the day, if you're not ready for it, you're going to lose a lot. Now I also see people, and also, as much as I love Edge, man, Edge is a great, is a great and one of the greatest to ever do it. Like I, I did my top 10 greatest wrestlers of all time, and I put them on there. I think what people, I think what people not understanding is, Edge is great. Edge can talk. Edge is an amazing person. But I think the biggest problem with Edge, the biggest problem that y'all gonna have with Edge is that, yes, it is gonna be Edge and Christian eventually. But you can't name it Edge and Christian. So what you gonna name it? Adam and Christian. Like <laughs> it's, it's Edge can't move the needle. And I think too many people are acting like he can still. Edge is a great talker. Edge is a great motivator. Edge can do a lot of shit. When Edge won the WWE Championship from John Cena back in the day, in 2006, when he had that little two-week run with the WWE, the Edge was so popular is because he was going up against somebody like John fucking Cena that was starting to lose his, starting to lose that. And John Cena was one of the biggest names still then. Edge became so popular because of what John Cena was doing. You like this dude beat John Cena? Edge, one of the greatest tag team specials ever. He's not a champ. Holy shit! Let's see what the hell happens. You don't have that in AEW. You don't have that in AEW. You don't have an obstacle for Edge. Who's the obstacle? MJF. That's it. And after he gets past him, who the fuck's the obstacle? Listen, man, all to be said is this. AEW, take Tony Khan's uh, phone away from him because he is going to put y'all in a hole where fans are going to eventually turn on y'all because now it's starting to be like you are taking our viewership for granted because that's what people think, man. Like, eventually, you keep you keep going at WWE and saying, you know, you probably won this round, but you, you don't have this and this. And it's like, bro, shut the fuck up. Why are you making this crazy. Why are you doing that? The problem with AEW is that you lost your only opportunity to really maybe give WWE a chance. And as fucked up as it sounds, CM Punk was probably your best bet. And he's gone and you probably could re-bring, you could probably bring him back. But once Tony, Tony Khan says I feared for my life, yeah, nobody, I don't want to deal with that shit. So, NXT won Tuesday, but I like AEW, man. I just don't like y'all owner. And sometimes I don't like your fans. Your fans are too over the top, and y'all really do think y'all can beat WWE. And it's like, with WWE superstars, y'all think y'all can beat WWE. Good luck with that. (laughs) Good fucking luck.
Internet Ingenue. This is the Brand Ingenue Show, Wrestling Life. I see when Crown will happen, November 4th. And I will be doing a top 10 Survivor Series matches list because Survivor Series is around the corner. Till then.